0: Welcome to All Ears, Senior Living Success, where we talk with industry leaders to make sure you find success in your community. My name is Matt Reiners, and I'm the co-founder of Eversound, a company dedicated to improving quality of life for older adults by giving them the gift of hearing. Welcome back. Today, I'm joined by Gina Beck, Amazon's innovation and business development leader for senior living. Gina has held positions such an engagement, innovation, business development and operations for technology vendors, as well as the national director of innovation and resident tech for one of the largest senior living providers. I've gotten to know Gina over the years and she is what I believe to be one of the leaders in this aging services technology revolution. Gina lights up any room that she walks into and has been super kind to the Eversound team and myself. And no, we would not be where we are today without her. So thanks for joining me today, Gina.
1: Thank you, Matt. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: Awesome. So we'll jump into it. Gina, what do you think it says that companies like Amazon are investing time, money, and energy into the aging services industry? Do you think we should be worried or excited?
1: Oh, I think we should be excited. Um, Did you know that Alexa was actually invented seven years ago. So it's her seven year birthday. And it feels like it was like years and years, longer than seven years. And I think the thing why Amazon has moved down this path with senior living is the idea that there are a lot of older adults who are actually using Alexa. And not only are they using it, but they're pulling toward it. And I think that's the one thing why Amazon's making the investment beyond the fact that there's gonna be a ton of older adults that are gonna outnumber the younger folks. But I think that the adoption and the ease of use of this generation with the Alexa devices where I'm sitting at and the investment they're making, I think they see it. And not only do they see it, but each of those executives all have family members that are also aging. And I think it's just a very paramount and most important thing Um, to invest in this, this industry. Now, I will say other tech companies are looking at it, but Amazon has really taken the first mover position. And I hope that in that, it will initiate more engagement with technology. It will also initiate, maybe be that catalyst to kind of drive more engagement with tech because the pandemic, if anything, the pandemic was a really good source Of getting amazon aligned to see how older adults were using the technology to to connect with family and friends and it actually opened up this idea of could we do more with this tech to support aging
0: yeah no and i love it and yeah i think it just helps to to add to that legitimacy for these other companies to really start looking at it i think to your point everyone's kind of looking at it sniffing around it thinking about it but it was it's awesome to see that you know, Amazon is jumping in and I think we should be excited, right? I think when there is a company like Amazon that is, is looking at the aging services industry, uh, I'm excited personally. I know I've got Alexa's all in my house and, uh, and love how the ease of use is for them and just see, because I think that's what technology sometimes is missing in senior living is that ease of use. Um, and I know I've seen that firsthand with the Alexa. So super excited to see more and more people use it and see the benefits of that. And, you know, I know can look at your career, Gina, right, and see that there is a technology background and I'm pretty much you've done everything, I think, everywhere. But I would say, you know, and I mentioned it before, you are one of the top three people leading this technology revolution. You know, how do you see this continuing to evolve?
1: Uh, I, you know. We still have a singular problem amongst all of the communities and and being that you're with Eurasound and your technologies, I don't know how much Wi-Fi impacts your technology, but here's the thing, all the cool technology in the world without Wi-Fi, um, you can't do anything. And so Alexa, everything I want to do with Alexa, if the building doesn't have Wi-Fi, it's, it's just like, it's ancillary. It makes no sense. So I think that the big piece is the foundation and and Matt, you've heard me say this before. It's been constant, like, how can we get Wi-Fi in these buildings? And I'm hoping that the pandemic opened that up to make sure we get this. The chip shortage didn't help. So now, I, I mean, that's the problem is that people wanna do it, but then you've got that shortage. And so they have to wait till they can get the chips inside of some of these access points. But with that being said, once the technology is in and the Wi-Fi is there, you got the security in place and things like Alexa can drive not only engagement and adoption, but even like your solution will have a lot more to grow. Um, And so that's the missing piece of it. I believe that there'll be robotics and there'll be some other really cool, exciting tech because we have a massive workforce shortage So we're going to need to figure out how to do more with less. And so, and the only way you're going to get there is you have to have Wi-Fi.
0: Yeah, it makes absolute sense. And, you know, I was talking to someone the other day and it's all about this idea of, you know, how do we automate things to just make, life easier and just like less burdensome because i think when people think tech is is being something to make life easier sometimes it's it doesn't mm-hmm. and the wi-fi will really allow for like this internet of things for different devices different things to talk to each other we're fortunate that we don't necessarily need wi-fi for our solution
1: um, which I is i remember i was like i thought maybe you didn't need wi-fi which is great
0: Exactly, and it's we're definitely fortunate for that. But I know it's it is it continues to be a struggle within uh, communities today, um, which is good. And I think you shed a good point in terms of the pandemic, shedding some light on that, and just really continuing to build that knowledge that it's an absolute must-have um, for for some of these communities, and people are are looking for it too as they're moving in. Um, And so Gina, I I always like to hit this because I think you have such a rare background, you know, being on the tech vendor side of things, being on the provider side of things, you know, and now working for companies like Amazon, um, anything you've learned or any observations that you've had working on both sides of the the coin here?
1: You know, uh, it's funny because from a distribution and from a big company perspective and from building something from scratch in a startup perspective, um, I think that we always try to make things more complicated than it needs to be. I think you have to keep features simple, whether you're in a startup, because there is this tendency of, as you probably know, because you used to be a startup, I don't know if you're a startup anymore, but this whole idea of feature creep. And when you add too many features and bells and whistles, the fundamental reason why you do the things you do kind of it gets lost and in a big company we have this I think we're we're a little bit better in Amazon they're trying to figure out we're very customer centric that's a really big leadership principle to focus on what the customer needs Um, but we also have to have boundaries and balance around simplicity of design right and so if we create Alexa and she does all these things but we add all these barriers to adoption Um, so for what for example we added something called name free skill invocation, vocation. And what that means is if you're in our Alexa for Smart Properties platform, you don't have to say, hey, Alexa, ask Eversound uh, what the daily menu is. You can just say, ha, "Hello, hey, Alexa, what is the menu? And so by simplifying that experience for the residents and not adding all these complicated additional steps, um, I think that's the big thing that whether it's a startup or a big tech company, it's just keep it simple.
0: Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And to your, your first point, I don't know when a company loses the startup title. I don't know if we're still one or not, but uh, it feels like a startup, but yeah, I think the feature creep and I think the companies get really excited about it, or like the companies creating it right. And want to like feature dump and like, but really, you need to get back to the core problem that you're solving and, and yeah. really try and keep the messaging and the value prop around that, because sometimes they don't even care. And like, just, they just want to make sure that it works and that it helps. Um, so I think that's a really right. good point. Um, you know, And being on both sides of the coin, again, I'm, I'm curious if you think that there's anything that we're, we're swinging and missing at right now.
1: I think that there is this whole interoperability problem. I think you've heard this before with other tech folks that we have so many different platforms but none of them talk to each other. So I think that when you, when as a provider or even as a solution provider or someone like yourself as you're trying to be part of an ecosystem play, um, I think it's really important that that solution is built in the cloud so that it can connect with some sort of API. Um, I think in general, a lot of the solutions are not built that way in senior living there's some older technologies that e- exist right now that you know thousands of communities are using, and they don't talk to like your your EMR, your electronic medical record, or they don't talk to your um, your maintenance ticket system. Um, and having all of these disparate systems make what we're trying to do is optimize workflow. And instead, you're adding. Every time you have disparate systems, someone has to go and click into that system separately with a separate user ID and passcode. Um, one thing that I love to see with Alexa that we're doing is that we are trying to, if you have an API and the software provider is literally taking all of those things and ingesting that stuff inside of their system. So if Matt, you were down the hall, walk, walking in the community, you notice a light bulb was broken, anyone could say, Hey, Alexa, please make a maintenance ticket for the light bulb that needs to be fixed. And then that would immediately track into whatever software system it was feeding into to go ahead and do that. So I think in general, whatever the development, these platforms sit on, they have to have that interoperability perspective. And then I would be remiss to say that voice Is king. And I think voice is starting to become that added value to not just residents. I think staff members to not have to punch into a computer system and just say, hey, Alexa, do this for me. That's where it becomes artificial intelligence and becomes your virtual assistant.
0: I love it. And hey, there's nothing easier than just making the ask right and not having to remember a password and sign into all those different things, um, which is definitely a recurring theme I've I've heard from both the technology and the provider side. And it's great to see that you guys are one of the companies that are actually doing that and making that that change and actually practicing what everyone's preaching right now. And and last question here for you, Gina. So if you could give providers or technology vendors just like three guiding principles as they go through the next year, you know, what would you say?
1: When you look at technology, I think culture is incredibly important. And Matt, you know this better than anyone because you focus on creating that culture of including everyone with your headphones, with Eversound. Um, Culture isn't just the residents adopting the tech. It is empowering your staff and your executive director and your entire team to believe that this technology will be an added benefit to the community. If you only have one person advocating and the residents, not that it's not going to happen, it's just gonna take a lot longer to get adopted. And so culture is a big piece of technology adoption. I think the second piece is we always forget the resident equation and when I say this residents themselves if you give them purpose like for example being a tech ambassador so that they could sustain your product be that tr- kind of that like training and support mechanism when Matt leaves the building he knows that John or Tom is there that's going to kind of be that support anchor I think that internal tech support or that internal what I would call you know in my case I would call an Alexa ambassador, Someone that beyond just the staff, because you still need those champions, but having residents to be that advocate and evangelist for you is incredibly important as well. And then last but not least, again, you do need to have some sort of resident tech support, period. You need to be able to, when you leave, and again, I know for a fact, Everstone, you guys are so good at supporting the residents, but at the end of the day, there has to be some sort of training, support, whether it's coming from someone like yourself, as well as someone inside of like, whether it's an IT team, I know that these IT shops are very small, but figuring out some sort of resin tech space to help with the engagement, that's super important. If you don't have those things, um, it will fall on its face. I mean, the product won't, won't grow or sustain itself.
0: One hundred percent, and those are all lessons we learned the hard way when we were first starting, which is what we've kind of you've seen more of the middle to tail end of that. Um, but yeah, all super important lessons that you know I think the the watchers of this, if they are doing that, will hopefully learn and implement earlier and not learn or fail at doing that in the beginning.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so Gina, I just want to thank you so much for for joining us today. Any uh, final thoughts for the viewers out there?
1: I think we're in a really interesting time. Uh, This is, I think that there's a crossroads here and the pandemic kind of opened our eyes on the lack of technology that was in this space. It also put a horrible brand because you saw these pictures of window visits that were happening across America. And I think we have an opportunity to challenge that brand and, and really talk about how does technology empower and innovate not only the staff, but also the residents in general. And I think, I think we're on that, that cusp of making this happen. And I hope that as a group, we take that challenge on and, um, and really start to look at technology differently and not be afraid of it.
0: Love it. Gotta give you the microphone to drop after that. But uh, mm-hmm. thanks so much, Gina, for joining me. And uh, I'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, Matt.
0: If you'd like to know when we post the next episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're interested in how Eversound can help improve the quality of life in your community, find out more at EversoundHQ.com.